The Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better NBA, college basketball, and the NHL. They got you covered. Just go to BetQL.com, promo code SGP30. That's BetQL.com, promo code SGP30 for 30% off. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right, no VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B E T T O R edge.com, promo code SGP. Welcome everyone to the diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my fellow diehards, Robbie and Justin. And the deal has been done. Carson Wentz has been traded to the Indianapolis Colts. Eagles get a third round pick this year, a conditional second round next year, which could be a first round pick. If Carson Wentz plays 75% of the snaps or if the Colts get to the playoffs, I'm just glad it's done. I'm glad it's over. I mean, Carson Wentz has just brought a dark cloud onto this franchise and I, I'm just glad it's over. I, 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 I was getting ready to go to uh, salvation army to give them my Carson Wentz Jersey and my Carson Wentz mini statue. I had already taken down the fat head. It's time to move on. I considered smashing the statue and it'll be interesting if the to note if the salvation army will actually accept my Carson Wentz statue sometimes. <laughs> I recently had them reject a desk. I tried to donate claimed no one would buy it. So I don't know if they're going to take my Carson Wentz statue, Robbie, where are you at? Carson Wentz it's over. It, it, to me, it feels good. It feels like a clean slate, a breakup that had just been looming uh, over our heads for months on end. And we just pulled the bandaid off. I'm with you. This was a long time coming. I feel relieved. Um, and look, I'm ready for the next page. I'm ready for Jalen hurts. Let's let's get on board with him. Let's get the team going forward. I like that he's already going to throw with our receivers. And you know what? The 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 Wentz page is over. I, I've never had such a turn of emotions on a player. And it's not even from his play, but how he has handled oh. everything in the last couple of weeks. The silence, you know, like the team did him so wrong. You know, we've talked about it so many times. Where was the fight when Jalen Hurts was drafted? And, yeah. and we never saw that. And when that became apparent and he wanted out, goodbye. We had to get rid of him. You know, he was a big part of the Super Bowl year. We can't forget that. But it's clear the team needed to move on. He wanted to move on. So I'm glad it's done. Carson Wentz, huge reason why we won the Super Bowl in 2017. That being said, I can't think of any other player in the history of rooting for the Philadelphia Eagles that I had such a swing in how I felt about him. Even McNabb, who I, I really loved and supported there as a fan for a long time, it was slowly towards the end. You could just see he was getting older. He was kind of losing it. I was fine with him moving on, 
you know, and, and it, we traded him and it just seemed like a good time to move on. But I can't, I, I didn't think he was a bitch. I didn't think he was soft. I didn't like actively hate him and think he was destroying the team. He was just getting old and, and banged up and, and kind of just past his prime. So it's, it's crazy. And it feels unprecedented. Justin, where are you at uh, emotionally, uh, rationally with this Carson Wentz trade? Uh, I'm good with it. Uh, I'm actually really happy about it. I'm happy. Just like Rob said, I'm, I'm ready to move on. I want to see what Nick Sirianni can do with the clean slate. Doesn't have to deal with this Carson Wentz baggage uh, anymore. Um, the one thing I was thinking about and Rob just hinted at it was just Carson and just how emotionless he is. And the fact that, you know, he hasn't really said anything. I think it's just so unfilly. Like as a culture and a fan base, we just look for these guys to have some type of fight in them, whether it be negative or positive. I mean, he's just done nothing. It's like, we're kind of a, a bully uh, trying to provoke a guy and get something from him. And like Carson <laughs> yeah. doesn't give any of that back to us, at least like Donovan, you know, give us get angry a little chippy. takes every now and then. And yeah. like, you know, I, I appreciate that more than just Carson, just being so silent. And then he writes this weak letter. It's just like <laughs> the, the letter, just the, get out. the goodbye care. letter to uh, the city was just so weird and just like way off target. And even the, and it was on an Instagram and they added the text and the text is super small. I got to get my reading glasses yeah. out. You know, the city loved Allen Iverson one. Cause he was good, but also like the dude played his ass off and played so hard. Why do we love Brian Dawkins? Cause he played so hard and you could tell there was just such a fight and intensity. And it, there's just like a, the Carson here, Wentz here is just ending on a whimper where yeah. he, he's not even given it. He never was fighting for his job. We never heard one thing of like him staying after practice and working so hard and fighting, getting the guys and rallying together. You know, the thing I don't get is it's like, he's trying to spin this narrative. Like he was so wronged and okay. Yes. But let's look at it. Actually take a step back and look at it. I mean, since he's been the starting QB since the super bowl, we've drafted a left tackle. We've drafted two wide receivers. Yes. They might not have been the best picks, but they've tried to put talent around him. We have drafted primarily offensive picks in the hopes yeah. of, of putting people around him. Now, maybe some miss. And yes, we drafted Jalen hurts. Did I like the pick? No. Was no. I in favor of it? No, but he had been injured for multiple years. Is it so crazy to have a solid backup QB in this league, especially going to 17 games like the league wants to do? It's not. So this whole narrative that the team didn't support him, I just can't get behind. Do I think Howie has a lot of issues? Yes. Clearly he has a lot of issues, flaws in drafting, but I also don't know who can, who can honestly look at the last season from Carson Wentz and think he didn't deserve to be benched. He did not play well. And a lot of that's on Doug Peterson. I think his offense was very stale. He didn't adapt, but even taking that aside, Carson shares a large part of that blame. So to act like the team did him so wrong, they're not perfect. They certainly deserve blame, but there's a large part of blame that falls on him and his play too. And yeah. to echo on what Robbie said, I mean, they paid him. They paid yeah. him like a franchise quarterback and they paid him to play like a franchise quarterback. And they actually, at the end of uh, last season, they pulled him with the back issues, right? They didn't want him to get hurt. They wanted to make sure that he was going to be okay. Like they were looking out for his best interests and they treated him like a franchise quarterback. Until you know what you don't play so well, maybe we will draft hurts and see what we can do because you can't stay healthy. But you know what you do? You try to win your job, 
come in day in, day out, work hard. And he hadn't even lost his job by that point. But apparently week 10, he wants to start not talking to Doug. It, that makes no sense whatsoever. It's like, yeah, if you're going to get better, uh, you got to be the, able to work with your coaches. That's that is mind blowing. And it, it, let me tell you, Sean, I'll let you jump in, but sure. The, the fact that our head coach and starting quarterback, if this was true, <laughs> we're not talking for eight to 10 weeks is unbelievable. And sure. that is ridiculous on Carson's on Carson's part. You know, this is maybe a year he was changing plays. He didn't like things Doug was doing, but I got to tell you, it's just as much an indictment on Doug for letting that happen. If, Absolutely. If, if my starting quarterback refused to start to talk to me, he would have been benched immediately. Um, well, so and, th- and Rob, you run a tight ship uh, with your owner <laughs> as owner management and he as a coach. Real. Yeah. He, he doesn't let you <laughs> any sort of backlift. You're fired by Rob, your bench riding the pine. <laughs> I think, I think Doug wanted to bench him sooner, but I think it's very clear. There was a power dynamic between him and Howie and, and Jeffrey. And I think a lot of this stuff that was built up a lot of resentment uh, that, that, you know, Carson Wentz had towards Doug and and Doug, I think probably felt like his hands were tied. So when, when Doug was saying, you know, Hey, press Taylor's my offensive coordinator. That was him saying, I quit because I don't want to have to deal with this shit anymore. And uh, you know, to his credit, um, I don't know. He won us the super bowl. I, I, Doug certainly deserves a ton of blame. How he deserves a ton of blame. But to me, the majority of the blame has to go on Carson. He just played like shit. And then to be a petulant child and not speak to your head coach for 10 weeks on end. Hey, I get it. Maybe you have a bad week. Maybe you don't talk to him for a couple of days, but like we, you know, you mentioned uh, Pintandy that they paid him to play like a franchise quarterback. They also paid him to act like a franchise quarterback. Yeah, Can you imagine any other franchise quarterback? You're in a leadership position. You're setting an example for these younger players, these other guys not making $30 million a year to be first in last out. Uh, if you do have an issue with the coach, uh, Hey, let's figure it out. People, you know, in sports, people don't mind someone who's competitive, who wants to get better and, and challenges the coaching staff. I think that's fine, but you have to, at the some point realize it just the very simple fact of you being on the same side as the coach helps you win games. Like you're, you're hurting yourself by being a baby. It, it's, it's just really crazy. But what about, what do you guys think uh, overall as far as like the trade itself, capital wise? I, I mean, I guess I'm fine with it. The fact that they got rid of this contract now, yeah, they're kind of in cap hell this year, but we're going to have an insane amount of cap the following year. And the fact that we got what will probably end up being a first and a third for a guy who was on a horrible contract and a guy who was statistically the worst quarterback in the league last year, I guess you could do worse. I mean, I, I, you know, how he definitely got us into the situation, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay with what we got out and our ability to move on. I guess as an Eagles fan, you know, I wanted more, but honestly, I think it's probably as fair of a trade as we could have gotten, you know, from the Colts. Um, From what I understand, that's kind of their initial trade and they didn't waver from it. Even though you saw all those leaks coming out from, <laughs> I assume Howie trying to like yeah. boost up Howie's, the trade here and there. Howie's trying to get things going, and who knows whether yeah. the Bears were really interested or not. But but you know Carson basically reiterating he only wants to play for the Colts, and the yeah. fact that the Colts seem like the only team interested. The, the fact that we got a first and a third 
uh, most likely from them uh, is a decent job. Carson did not help the trade out whatsoever. I do find it interesting though, that like earlier in the season, we had brought up the hypothetical. If you could trade for Stafford or went straight up, you know, there was some conversation about, would that be a good deal or a bad deal? But I mean, at this point you saw, you see how much that the lions were able to get for Stafford um, compared to, you know, what we were able to get for Wentz. It just seems like, man, so much has changed in, you know, less than an entire season. Um, But man, Rob, you you on board? Yeah. I, you know, I think it's one of those trades that honestly, I think both teams can be happy with quite honestly. I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously if Wentz is terrible, the Colts are going to think they got fleeced, but if he plays half decent, you know, even if he plays average to above average, it's a decent it, it's a good haul for them. His contract isn't awful for a starting quarterback going forward. I think the big win for us is one it, you know, from all reports, there really was only one team that was making an offer and it's mm-hmm. not hard to negotiate it, it. I mean, it is hard to negotiate anything when you really only have one team offering something. So the fact that we got a third and likely a first, assuming he does half decent, I can live with that. And I think the big win and, and what I've heard a couple of people talking about is he's off the books next year. Yeah. We're yeah. eating a, a huge cap hit this year. The biggest ever don't, you know, let's not undersell that we're going to be very tied up this year, but then next year we, like you said, Sean, we're going to have cap room. And, you know, I know we're clearing a lot of other contracts too, that has started today. Um, so I, I think all in all this had to happen. It would, I've liked more sure, but the more I process it. And and once I saw the conditional pick that can turn into a first, I'm okay with it. I'm at peace with it. Well, now, now taking a look at Wentz and kind of where he fits in Eagles quarterbacks all time. It's such a, it's such a tainted legacy and, and a complicated legacy because now I think, I, I don't know who's the greatest Eagles quarterback of all time. Do you put McNabb number one? Foles number two. I mean, I guess I'll say Foles number one now. McNabb number two, maybe Randall number three. Or no, I guess you got to put Wentz number three. No, and Cunningham, Jaworski. Where where is your ranking, uh, Justin? You could go to the bottom of the pile for all I care <laughs> at this point. I mean, being Bobby uh, Hoy, Eagles Kevin quarterback Cobb. is is more about how you carry yourself than how you hmm. play sometimes. And I mean, he just like he when he left. I mean, he let the door hit him on the way out. Uh, he didn't do anything to help improve upon this team after 2017. I mean, he had a chance to really step in with some solid talent with, I mean, we, we can slight Peterson, but you know what? He is a super bowl winning coach. He had the guys around him in order to do something. And you know what? He didn't do what he could with it. And he soured the city in the process. Yeah. I think, you know, when you look at his, his career and what his legacy will be here, you know, it's a harsh reality, but he had a great 2017 season, big part of getting the Super Bowl. Don't dispute that. Everyone says he was the MVP of the league, but the reality is he wasn't the MVP of the league. He had a partial season. We don't know if he would have been MVP or not. Um, and he wasn't the winner of the Super Bowl. He wasn't the starting quarterback. So he's never going to get that ultimate respect that Nick Foles is going to get who won us that game and played lights out. And, and that may not be fair because he helped get us to that point. But I just think that's the reality of how he'll be remembered. And then the next couple of years, I don't know. He didn't, you know, he didn't play bad. He had bright moments. He had some really great moments and he had some really bad moments. And I don't think that's enough to distinguish himself for all time in the range of Eagles quarterbacks. And then this exit 
and his play this last season certainly isn't helping anything. Agree. It's going to be tough to look back and think of this 2017 Super Bowl season and and not kind of have a a bitter taste in your mouth as a fan with the way things ended with Wentz. It'll be crazy to think like in 20 years when they get together the 2017 team if Wentz decides to show up. Probably will be busy duck hunting. But moving on, or or just kind of an interesting hypothetical, if they the Eagles don't draft Jalen Hurts, is Carson Wentz still on the roster? I think he has to be simply because there wouldn't have been anyone for him to be benched for. I think he would have just bottomed out and maybe, maybe he would have played better. Maybe he wasn't such a uh, head, you know, wouldn't have been such a head case in a weird way. Maybe drafting hurts was good because we, it made us realize how mentally soft Wentz was. I, I don't know, Justin, do you think uh, you think Wentz would still be the quarterback and Doug Peterson possibly still the coach if we don't draft Jalen hurts in the second round? You know what? I think this is a, actually a pretty good hypothetical. I think, you know, um, Carson getting really sour to the Eagles happened after that. Um, <clears throat> the draft where we got hurts obviously, and that hurt some of his feelings, right? So after that, I can't um, believe we're talking you know, about his sour. feelings. What about my I mean, feelings about a I guy agree. who loves the Eagles, a guy who <laughs> bought your goddamn statue from the mint. And now I'm on the mint's mailing list and they keep trying to upsell me on some coins. All of us all. Cause I wanted this Carson Wentz, uh, you know, ceramic figurine. Yeah. But uh, a couple of years removed from, you know, signing that extension, um, you know, he's angry. He obviously uh, it really hurt his feelings once again. And uh, his relationship with Howie is no longer the way it used to be, and possibly even with Lori, right? So that happens, and then his play starts to go down. I don't know if the play and Hurts are correlated. I think Carson was going downhill anyways. I don't think he was willing to put in the time in order to be a great quarterback. I mean, it just showed throughout the season. Great quarterbacks are hungry. Did you see Rodgers quit when they drafted Love? No, he got hungry. No. He wanted to be the starting quarterback. He wants to stay in Green Bay. He wants to continue to compete. Carson did not want to do that. And if he doesn't want to do this in this in that situation, then I don't see him getting any better without Hurts, right? Yeah. Uh, and but one thing I do see is I do see Doug possibly still hanging around and Carson just having a pretty dismal season anyways. I don't think Carson's out the door. I think he's potentially out the door. I do see us though um, if we didn't draft Hertz last year, drafting a quarterback definitely this year to see if that uh, quarterback can outplay Carson Wentz. Yeah, I wish I lived in a world where someone not believing in me, they also gave me a hundred million dollars. Like, doesn't that isn't that a sign we believe in you? I've had people not believe in me. They didn't give me a hundred million dollars. Rob, where are you at with this? Do you think uh, I, I feel like? Wentz is definitely back if we don't draft Hurts, just because we wouldn't have anyone else to turn to. No question, he's definitely back. Because uh, you're right. Who else would we have? No, I will say I agree with Justin. I don't think the season turns out that much different. Um, he may not have been benched, but the play calling, the offense, his play—I just can't blame that on Hurts. And if he's trying to blame that on Hurts, I mean, come on, who can buy that? Oh, so you know, we drafted a quarterback in the second round. So you basically tanked the season and no, you just didn't play well. That's the bottom line. So I, I'm with Justin. I think maybe after this season, we're looking for another QB, uh, you know, at least have some competition for him, but I think he's definitely back. Yeah. 
and uh, just dealing with Carson Wentz moving forward. We do play the Colts in 2022. And if I'm able to go see that game and it's at Lincoln financial field, or even better, if it's at Lucas oil field, I am booing that man. You know, I, I, and, and these fans were like, I wish Carson. Well, you see these super soft fans, like particularly in the Eagles subreddit that are like, uh, just like still like gushing over Carson. I was the huge, uh, the biggest Carson Wentz fan, but you have to pull the plug. Sometimes this man has earned himself a booing. And I, I think that's pretty fair. You know, I'm not going to go crazy and say some horrible things on social media or do something uh, insane. I mean, I may smash the, uh, the statue with a hammer, but uh, I, I think he earned a booing and any other Eagles fans that aren't down to boo Wentz to me, aren't real Eagles fans. Rob, are you, you're booing Wentz, right? I'm fine with it. I mean, look, he's on the other team at that point. Um, you know, he's coming into our house first and foremost, we're Eagles fans. Exactly. Um, and uh, look, I, I don't, I, I don't think he's a bad guy. I think, you know, obviously he he's uh, you know, he, 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 I just think he's really mismanaged this situation and it's, I can't say that it hasn't affected my opinion of him on the way out. I mean, he could have all of this silence for the last couple of weeks. He could have quashed it. He had the ability to put a statement out and quash all this. Clearly he didn't and he wanted out. So why should we continue to be, you know, loyal to him when he didn't want to be loyal to us? He, he asked to be, he asked to leave a, a dream job for every Philadelphia Eagles fan. I mean, God, could you imagine? I mean, Rob, we used to joke when we were uh, living together in the dorm room in Penn State. You would try and see how far I would go to get an Eagles Super Bowl, and just kept ramping it up with horrific hypotheticals, unthinkable things, can't even be said on this podcast. And I would just be like, "Yes, yes." So for me to imagine being the Eagles quarterback and saying, "I want out," "I want out of this," it, it's insulting as a fan, as a as a, you know, man from the Philadelphia area, it's goddamn insulting and you deserve to be booed. Justin, you're booing Wentz, right? Yeah, I'm booing him and I'm not really caring either. I mean, there's no reason for anybody to try and stick up for him at this point. Why would you stick up for him? He's done not, uh, nothing recently for us to, to say why we should keep him, why we should stand by him. It, yes. He did help us get to that super bowl. He did not win the super bowl. Yeah. There is a Nick Foles statue in front of Eagle <laughs> Stadium. And, no oh, hey, reason. don't bring that up. That might hurt hurt Carson's feelings. He doesn't I mean, like the he's statue. Not, he's not our guy. I mean, so why stick up for him? I think also it's just so telling. I mean, you did have Fletcher Cox and Kelsey kind of stick up for him during the season, but during this whole trade process, I haven't seen any no. Eagles player be super boohoo. I saw one Miles Sanders post saying, you know, hey, good luck, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You're a great guy. But it wasn't like that's the greatest guy I've ever played for. That's my quarterback. No. This is a guy who, you know, you really want to be there with and in the trenches and anything like that. I mean, I think that's super telling. I mean, nobody's really spoken up this entire time with any other quarterback who's able to get along with his player and is truly great. I mean, you see that amongst the team. You have yet to see that though. Well, it's been looming for probably about two years now about these locker room issues with Wentz, right? That that he's not approachable. Um, You know, he has his guys and that's it. Whether they're true or not, it's out there. And you know, Usually if there's some smoke, there's some fire. So 
there's, I, I assume there's probably some truth to it. We'll never know. We're not in the locker room, but, um, and you're right, Justin, uh, there hasn't been this outpouring. Um, you know, maybe some people feel it's time to move on. Uh, and, and every time I hear Hertz talk, I, I just, I, the guy has some moxie and I yeah. like it and, and I mm-hmm. want to see what he can do. I, I, you know, I know it's possible. They look at a QB, but I, I want to see what Hertz can do. I, I, I like his swagger. Yeah, I I think he's done a great job handling this whole thing. Uh, Rob, Rob, you mentioned briefly up top that he's getting the receivers together to work out, and he was even doing that last year. Like he, him and Deshaun Jackson had their own private workout, and we were both kind of annoyed. Like, ah, come on, what's he doing? He's trying to create some issue, but he's just a guy, and he doesn't shy away from competition. He's dealt with these quarterback competition issues before and handled it handled it pretty classily. You know, like he's. He's done a good job. Uh, I mean, again, I and it didn't shake his confidence no. when that happened. He came back even stronger. And mm-hmm. he's he's the son of a coach. He has lifetime connection with the QB coach, and I, I think he's okay with tough coaching. So all those are are good things. Now, does he have the physical uh, tools, the, the mental tools to be a quarterback at this at this level? We'll see. But I, I certainly saw enough in those four games to be intrigued and kind of interested. I wasn't super high on the pick uh, overall, just because what I saw out of him in college. But again, I, I saw enough of a little spark there early. Again, it's only four games, um, but yeah, that to the point where like I'm fine with them giving him the reins this year and kind of seeing how it goes. It is. It does sound like, according to uh, everyone, kind of in the media, that they are going to bring in competition for. Jalen hurts. Now I put competition on the rundown in air quotes, because I think they're going to bring in a journeyman or someone like that. Someone where they say it's a QB competition, but really it's not. And and really it's kind of like, they're going to set him up in a, for like a success for a win. You know what I mean? I I have a feeling they could do something like that. Like we, I mean, we don't even have a stud field anymore. Nate Studfeld. We need, we need more quarterbacks. Even if they draft a guy late, you know, like third, fourth round, um, we should have saw more of Sudfeld. Uh, uh, I, I believe <laughs> Hertz is literally the only QB on the roster. No, that's the what, yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. And I would, I would be fine with them bringing in uh, Nick Foles. Turns out his cap hits only four million, and he's he's like the perfect. Again, he's all time Hall of Fame backup quarterback. Um, so I, I'm okay with him. I mean, some of the names are kicking around like Brian Hoyer. I don't know, not much interest, but it's going to probably be a veteran journeyman like that. Ryan I mean, Hoyer must be ancient. Yeah. How old is he? He's got to be at know. least like 37, right? <laughs> I, I feel, I feel, I feel super. Justin, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 37. Yeah. Do you feel ancient? <laughs> no, he is a, he is a spry 35 years old. Oh, Couple, he's 35. Yeah. I just looked it up. Couple other guys they threw out. Tyrod Taylor again. He's like he's a guy and give you a little competition. Not a horrible backup option. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm. I mean, the problem is Ryan Fitzpatrick almost maybe too good, or wouldn't wouldn't sign for cheap because I think he is one of those guys that can still win you some games as a starter. Where are you guys at with who they should bring in and what you what you think they should bring in? Who will they bring in and? Do you think they're going to draft a quarterback at six? I think at this point, if you're going to bring in a guy to truly be competitive with Hertz, if that's your angle, if you want to bring in a guy like Fitzpatrick, I think you should just move on from that idea and just draft a guy. Then if that's the case, if you want true competition, 
Um, I think Fields could fall to us at six. I think that's a definite possibility with everything that's been out there. I've said all along I like Fields. Um, you guys seem to like, at least Sean, you like Wilson, who I'll note was not a captain on his team, even though he's <laughs> that a is a red flag. He'll be Big gone one. though. It's it's Big. irrelevant because he's not going to be there. <laughs> well, it's it's weird. I feel like they would have to trade up to four at least to get a decent quarterback because they're you can't draft a quarterback at six right now, like like without moving up because three quarterbacks are going to be gone. And then you're drafting the fourth quarterback in the draft. Who's the third six? one though? I mean, you have what the Bengals, you have uh, Miami and Falcons. Uh, Atlanta ahead of us, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of assuming, you know, jets draft a quarterback Jags draft uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. Jacksonville drafts a quarterback They're They're obviously taking the, the kid out of uh, somebody trading Clemson. up. I, I think someone's going to trade up, right? Because if you're possibility, I mean, if you're Miami, or maybe Miami takes a quarterback. I, I, I still don't think two is the guy. So, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how that kind of stuff shakes out, but I think you can't just sit there now. If, if Zach Wilson or Justin Fields drop to them at six, yeah, that's interesting. But I wonder what it would take to move up from like six to four or something like that. I feel like we'd have not to give up a up. decent amount. It's, it's a mistake. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't see how there's value in taking the third or fourth quarterback. And, and, and honestly, I'm not, con- I, I, you know, I guess we can get more into it when we do a draft episode. I I, I want to watch some film on these guys, but I'm not sold on any of these guys. I'm not sold on fields. Uh, you know, I know Trey Lance is another one. Some people yeah. have him even above fields. Now I, I'm again, <laughs> I'm probably especially hesitant of another North Dakota guy after how no Lance one, no one wants out. to take a Trey Lance um, just because of that. You know, Zach Wilson, I mean, kind of a one year thing, who knows, but you know, certainly has intangibles. I just think if you do that, if you take a QB, you're now admitting that the Wentz move was a failure. Yeah. And you're also admitting that taking Hertz in the second round was a failure. Yeah. So I think you got to roll with Hertz for at least a year, bring in someone, whoever it is. I honestly, I don't really care. but I think we need to get playmakers or defense, someone that'll start building a team around the quarterback, not keep fishing for a quarterback. And you know what? If Hertz is terrible, we're going to have a high pick again next year. Yeah. We're going to have the extra Carson pick. If we need to move up or do something, fine, let's do it next year. But we can't just keep chasing it unless there's this no miss guy. And I don't think that's there. So. I am not initially in favor of taking a quarterback. I think there's way too many other needs and I, I just want to see what hurts can do. I think we have to remember with hurts. Everyone says we're not sold on hurts and it's fair. You shouldn't be sold on him, but we also shouldn't be out on him. I mean, he was a rookie with no yeah, off season, no due, season to, due to COVID no OTAs and he played four games. And quite honestly, he beat one of the best defenses in the league in one yeah. of his games any other games? Look, he wasn't great. He made mistakes, but all rookies make mistakes. I mean, Carson wasn't perfect as a rookie. Uh, you know, uh, Joe Burrow wasn't perfect before he went out. Did he look good and have good moments? Sure, but so you have to put that in context. Now, Hertz is having a whole off season yeah. to work. He's getting the receivers together. He's hungry. He'll have a training camp. Let's see what the kid can do. Yeah, Rob, I think you nailed it with the Eagles admitting. They're already eating so much shit on this Carson Wentz trade. And then to draft another quarterback at six 
admitting that the thing that caused you to eat all that shit to begin with the Hertz draft, it, it was also a complete failure. So it's not, just so much shit to eat one off season. And, I don't think now he's the stomach. And not to mention, you're basically creating a deja vu situation of exactly yeah. what got you into trouble last year. The, the I, whole I thing went off the rails when they took a quarterback with Wentz as the starter. Now you're going to have Hertz and you're going to do literally do the exact same thing again. I don't think that's the exact same thing though. I mean, Wentz is a, was a franchise quarterback and you, you picked Hertz, you know, in the second round, it didn't make much sense there. I think Hertz is a guy who can get us to the playoffs. I will say that in this shitty division, but I can't see him winning us, you know, an NFC championship game, let alone a super bowl. Um, I think if that's your take, then if you have the opportunity to take a guy and I'm high on fields, I mean, I understand that I would take him. And I think he's your guy that you could set up for a long time. Uh, but at the same point, if you don't believe in him, I completely agree with the fact that uh, you should move on, maybe look at some defense, build around the team. And I do agree with that though, Rob, I think that is what, how will do. What Laurie will do is they are not going to take a QB because if any team cares about optics, it is the Eagles and they're not going to, they're not going to go that well again. I would no. agree with that um, because if it doesn't work out, I mean, Howie's job is completely over. And I mean, this is really Howie's last year to do anything. If oh, they don't make on. the playoffs, I think he's out. Honestly, come on. Look, if he's never get rid of Howie. If we had the hope first, Hurts does something. <laughs> if we had the first or second pick, I think they'd be taking a quarterback. But when you're at six and you're like Sean said, you're looking at the third or fourth at the sixth pick. I just don't think they're going to do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's like what, I mean, I'm open to ideas here, but I, I just think what you would have to give up to get even the third quarterback in this draft is, I don't know. It just kind of doesn't make sense. I mean, everyone's saying, you know, one and two, definitely quarterback, but then even the dolphins, Maybe they don't go quarterback, but I, I feel like if you're the Falcons, you're definitely going quarterback. So we'd have to trade up to the Dolphins, and you know, I don't know. I mean, that would be no. I don't think you should trade up whatsoever. No. I'm saying yeah. it feels false to you at six. You should take him, but that right. would be I the mean, only reason. I, I, I don't think you trade up. Yeah, this would, team has way too many holes. Yes, we're in the process of getting younger, getting rid of you know, cutting some older guys getting rid of some contracts. We need every pick we can get. We can't be leveraging those picks away because we don't have the talent otherwise. So you're going to leverage your picks to get a QB. Who's going to have no talent again. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a good transition. You're talking about getting younger and, and for so long, we kept saying like, play the young guys, play the young guys. What the hell is Jason <laughs> Peters doing in there? Why is Alshon in here? Although to his credit, Alshon kind of played all right in those last couple of Hertz games. Uh, How dare you say that Sean? No, I mean, again, <laughs> yeah. maybe I just fell back in love with the uh, Alshon watching, rewatching that 2017 super bowl. I mean, that oh, guy played beautiful out of his mind that, that first touchdown catch, but now Deshaun's gone. Presumably Alshon is gone. Ertz is going to be gone. It'll be interesting to see if we get uh, anything for him. I mean, it's pretty obvious we're going to cut him. Maybe we get like a sixth or seventh rounder in a trade. I'm all for it. Like get rid of the old guys, give Rager a ton of looks, give Fulgham a ton of looks. Maybe we can revive that little spark that Fulgham had, you know, let's just keep looking at these young guys and really see what we have. Uh, I'm fine with it. I, I I'm looking forward to a young roster. And again, 
crazier things have happened. You know, if I, I, there is a 17 game season next year for the Eagles to go nine and eight and somehow win this crappy division, that that's, I think that's totally in the realm of possibilities for this team, because, you know, assuming the O line and D line comes back relatively healthy. I think that's huge. Like we, we do need some young guys to start producing and we need that number six guy to have an impact early and often where are you at with and, and Deshaun Jackson? What a, what a tease he was coming back and then having that huge game against uh, Washington and then, you know, never playing really again. Although he did come back randomly for that hurts game and get a deep bomb against the Cowboys. So that was, that was a nice little, uh, little, uh, jab in there in the, into the Cowboys heart. But where are you guys at with kind of cleaning house here? Uh, I'm completely fine with cleaning house. I mean, I think it's time for a new regime. You got Nick Sirianni coming in head coach. So it makes sense to, uh, you know, try to start a new, allow him to have an impact, allow him to create a culture. Sometimes when you have those older guys in there, especially in a, in a, on a team run by Doug, who's a player's coach, you know, you can't build quite the culture you want to. So um, I, I'm fine with that. I think we, we continue to try and stay young. Uh, hopefully, obviously, we get some solid uh, draft, uh, solid guys drafted in there, and we can continue to build around that. So I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, I, I hate to see Ertz go. I think he might be a veteran if we did happen to keep around. I know his, uh, what he's worth isn't really worth it at this point, but he could be a veteran presence in there. Um, maybe the only veteran presence that I could, I would say we could rely on and maybe, you know, continue to uh, build the culture that Nick wants to keep around. Cause that the, the offensive side of the ball is going to be pretty young. Um, considering I know you got lane still there. Um, it sounds like Kelsey well, wants and, to retire and, and whatnot, but we'll see. And, and lane tweeted out, we're going to be fine. Uh, so yeah, after Wentz left. Yeah. yeah, so he's probably you want to talk about some of these anonymous sources who are kind of throwing him under the bus and not really, uh, not really missing Carson on his way out. Maybe Lane is on that list. Robbie, you got to be stoked. You've never uh, you've you've been calling for Alshon to be gone, much like all of us. Yeah, look, we have to do this. We have to, uh, you know, we have to get younger. We have to get some new guys in. We're, you know, we're we're in a tough place with the cap right now. And the only way to get better is to cut these guys this year. I think we have to take some licks this year in terms of dead cap money. Obviously Carson's going to be by far the biggest part of that, but some of these other contracts, but that I think is going to allow us to rebound and, and kind of reload a lot quicker. You know, we may have some bumps in the road this year, but it's probably a good time to do it with a new coach, a young coach, give him a year, start building his culture as Justin said, but I, I will say this. I absolutely predict we're going to win more games this upcoming season than we did last year. I really yeah. think we are. Uh, that's a low bar, but I like where yeah, your head's at. Four. And that's a great, <laughs> that's a great question to kind of close out on who will have more wins next year, the Eagles or the Colts. This is really a test of how much of a Homer you are. I'm going to say the Philadelphia Eagles, Nick Sirianni, that you know, he's going to get some like quick moving offense. Hertz is going to be scrambling all over the place. Get some plays from that, that defense. The defense kind of came alive late. Uh, you know, a new scheme, new energy. The fans are back in the stands. I, I feel like we really miss the fans. We're going to be at their game in Las Vegas as a, you know, a bunch of hundreds, a hundred thousand screaming drunk Eagles fans. I think they pull out a nine and eight at nine and eight season Colts go eight and nine. We win the division Hertz gets his first playoff game next season. 
Justin, am I crazy? I think I think we win more games than Indy, uh, for sure. I think a big reason is uh, <laughs> Carson's going to be on the Colts. Why not? Uh, I don't think he can do much on there. I don't think he's going to be that great. Yeah, he's going to probably put in the initial time. I don't see people backing him too much there. He didn't get much of that here. So what? Do we, why should we believe in the Colts? I think Frank is a decent coach. I don't think he's a great coach. I mean, he is a little I think you see that with, you know, a loss in the wild card game uh, last year. And then, you know, they were seven and nine the previous year. So what's to make you think that they're going to be so much better this year with Carson? I don't see it happening. I mean, and I think we can build around Hertz. I think we do have the ability to do some of that. So why not? Call me a homer. I don't care. <laughs> realist, Rob, realist, Rob, Rob realist over here. Rob the realist. Right uh, Rob, let's make a bet on this. Yeah. Once Ooh. again, I'm the only one that's going to keep it real for uh, the <laughs> listeners out there. Now, the, look, the culture absolutely winning more games than us next year. They were they were a playoff team this year. They're bringing almost everyone back. They're swapping out Rivers for Carson. I think Rivers was better, at least for the last year. Um, the, the only caveat to that is if Carson stays healthy. Uh, you know, if he can stay healthy, they're the better team. They have the best, one of the best O lines in the in the league. That should minimize some of the sacks. Uh, they have some skill players, and I think Reich is is going to be a better coach than Doug was in terms of getting something out of Carson. I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, Reich, I, I, I like him. I think he was a massive part of that Super Bowl season and probably, you know, the, the biggest part of the offense, but uh, he, I, I think he's getting a little overrated in terms of yeah. coaching Agreed. ability with this whole trade. And yes. that's not to say he can't be a great coach, but he hasn't shown that yet. And I think people are acting like he he has shown that, you know, that playoff game this year, I thought there were a couple questionable mm -hmm. uh, decisions made in that game that uh, I'm sure he would like to take back. So they're going to have a better year than us, but I think it's short term. I, I want to be clear. I'm optimistic about Sirianni. I like the staff he's put together. I like that. They, they're young, hungry guys. Yes. They're in a little inexperienced. Yes. They're going to have some growing pains. And next year may not be the year, but I do like hopefully that they're going to gel and start creating something for the future. All right, Rob, even though you're, even though you're the realist, I, I like uh, where your head is at. Okay. That'll do it for the podcast. Make sure you find us. If you listen to this on the sports gambling podcast network feed, type in diehard Eagles podcasts on Apple podcasts or Spotify, subscribe to the new feed. Check us out and uh, yeah, leave a five star rating or review. Appreciate that. As always, for the Diehard Eagles podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green for Robbie, for Justin. Go, Birds. Go, Birds. Go, Birds.
It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter, and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.